We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for December 2nd, 2018. And today, really a blockbuster study regarding the passing of George H.W. Bush. And a lot of the, we're going to debunk a lot of the mainstream media narratives regarding uh, this total devil. And um, then we're going to be segueing into a related um, subject regarding the military tribunals and how that may have even been part of his demise. Um, hopefully we'll tie everything together so you're seeing this, and then we're going to end with a uh, kind of an urgent call to prayer and fasting regarding this whole matter, because I do believe that um, time is of the essence regarding all of this, and it'll make more sense as we get through this. Now, um, what I'm doing now is I'm I'm posting my current list of um, prayer points at the beginning of the PDFs before I was doing it at the end, and that didn't make any sense. Um, and I'm also going to be posting these when I post the teachings. So if you ever want to know, all you're going to have to do is li literally just look at the last audio email teaching I've sent. Not the newsletters. It's not in the newsletters. Uh, but it will be in the audios that I'm sending out. And uh, typically I'm doing an audio every one to two weeks at this point. And again, if you're not on my newsletter list, both health and uh, the other, the uh, current event Christian I would highly advise you to get on those. I really do believe I've been, uh, my emails have been targeted, uh, been censored quite a bit. All of a sudden, like after two to three years ago, my email list just started going into decline. It's free. Everything I put out is free. So there was really no, uh, no reason for that. And it wasn't like I changed my, my content or I made some radical shift in the ministry. And again, it may also just be a lot of witchcraft being done against this ministry. I mean, you've if you've been with me for any length of time, you, you know how I've been targeted by Luciferians, by witches, by, um, I think, some very high-level... I mean, there's been multiple witches that I know have tried to kill us. Um, and that's been confirmed by them, by other people that have literally been with them while they were trying to do spells and, and things of this nature. So... Um, I mean, we've we've really been targeted in that way, and and that is the type of thing that I would ask my listeners to try to counter. Not to say that they're not, but to try to counter in prayer and in fasting as you feel so led regarding this ministry. And it's not about us. It's not about me. Um, it's just really about getting the truth out there, because like I've said before, the for the most part, the 501c3 church, the people of America, the people of the world, a lot of them are very, very much asleep, and they're very much asleep to these types of matters. Uh, if they're just going by whatever they're seeing in the lamestream media and or getting from their 501c3 pastors, who aren't going to typically cover this type of information. But I do believe like this type of information today is you're going to see how it relates to the child sex trafficking, the pedivores, the pedophile. I really believe that I've, I've really started to heavily emphasize that because I can't really imagine a, another issue that would be more near and dear to God's heart, you know, and Planned Parenthood and the abortion clinics being right up there, but that's all part of this as well. So anyway, I'm, I'm posting this, um, the, the current of this, the um, list of prayer points, and I've added something to it based on this study, and you, you'll see that highlighted at the top. So 
Um, just a few Bible verses before we get started. Amos 5.24. And again, I think this is something that would be good for all of us to pray. But let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. When God's judgment comes down, good things always happen. Not good things for the wicked, but you know we don't want the wicked to prosper in wickedness. Pray for their salvation, but not for them to prosper in wickedness. And I think that's a lot what Psalm 64 is about as well. Um, so let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. And righteousness and judgment are connected here. They're paralleled. So because it talks about judgment and then in the next part of the verse, it talks about righteousness as a mighty stream. And they're both depicted as water. Okay, so they're very, very much connected. And this is righteous judgment. You know, this isn't the kind of judgment that's going on now in this country where everything's backwards, where evil is called good and good is called evil. Psalm 140, verse 6 and 8 says, I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord, O God, o God the Lord, the strength of my salvation. Thou hast covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked, further not his wicked device again we're, we're we're asking god to not to to not give the desires of the wicked to him and that his wicked device would not be furthered and then it says at the end lest they exalt themselves and that's what's happened because these devils have got like george hw bush because they've gotten away with it so long they've become more and more increasingly insane and demon infested and totally out of their mind to the point that they're trying to do the things that they're doing right now pretty much out in the open i mean it's pretty much now out in the open that they want to legalize pedophilia that they would want to legalize child pornography that and then ultimately that would go further into actual um like child sacrifice and the consumption of their flesh, pedivore stuff. That's where this is all going. I mean, you could say, but look at look at all of the stuff that I cite in my newsletters and in the teachings that I'm, we're, we're moving in that direction. If things are left unchecked, we're moving in that direction because that is the most important thing for Lucifer is the, the killing and the torture and the raping and the drinking of the blood in the vampirizing of the innocence of babies and small children and you know even going up further i mean obviously they sacrifice adults as well but the the preferred sacrifice typically would always be like an infant or a small child according to them according to george hw bush and we're going to look at that we're going to look at that I, i'm not you're not going to hear a whitewashed version of the um me giving all of these accolades and platitudes to this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell bush he was literally i believe he's one of the, was it the council of nine or something he's one of the top nine most powerful luciferians on the planet and that, I'm, we're, I'm not even getting into that today but i mean if i if i could compile everything i had the, everything i've heard about george w bush from multiple eyewitness accounts over the years i, I could probably do a 20-hour study we're just kind of kind of be skimming some stuff today. But things that are easily verifiable, you're going to hear it out of his own mouth. It's not like it's conjecture 
or wild speculation or some conspiracy theory. These are things that he said in front of millions of Americans on camera. Okay, so going into the first report here, and literally this just all came together today. I wasn't really sure what I was going to be doing today. I have over 100 pages of content that I'm sitting on right now. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating, it's over 100. Um, and I have a lot of stuff locked and loaded, ready to go, but a lot of times it gets pushed aside. And um, I wasn't here last week, I was out of town. And so getting back and trying to catch up, and oh my word, it's just horrific when I'm gone. <laughs> just trying to catch back up with everything. But um, wasn't really sure I was gonna do today. And you know, George H.W. Bush passing away, and then I, I started reading, seeing a lot more about this, these military tribunals in the last couple days. And then I got an email from one of my longtime, like, most trusted listeners. And it just kind of all came together very, very quickly, really today, on what I was going to do. So this is entitled, Former U.S. President and Ultra High-Level Luciferian George H.W. Bush, Dead at 94, the first high-level politician to utter openly the phrases a new world order and a thousand points of light and we're going to be looking at you know that in depth here today so that we i put a lot of pictures in this particular pdf and here is uh george hw bush's in um initiation picture for the skull and bone society of yale which you look at the amount of u.s presidents that have been skull and bonesers as they're referred to it's just off the chart percentage wise of any other uh black type of of college fraternity on the planet it, it's really you know this is one of the main ones that they come out of and you know they've literally got a real human skull there i think it's geronimo's skull actually and uh there it shows that class that he's in there but um this is george scherf which is actually the real name and I don't, I'm not even going to get into that, but um, they're really, they're, they're literally a family of Nazis that um, his dad, Prescott Bush, we're going to be looking at that as well, uh, was good buddies with Hitler. And they're, they're photographed together and, and he helped fund the Hitler war machine. And, you know, after World War II, uh, there were a lot of things that, you know, they were pr probably, they had a lot to do with bringing over the Nazi scientists and the nazi mind control people like the people that were at auschwitz doing experiments on twins and dr Mengele and these types of things i'm sure that the bushes probably had a ton to do with that as well and yeah, through project paperclip which is well documented and it's not a conspiracy theory it's a fact um and this is george sheriff jr uh aka george hw bush was a spy and a traitor to america and shows his picture there uh, the first president to publicly utter the idea of a new world order and the original member of the CIA. Many Americans believe this man to be the epitome of pure evil. Many Americans are now reacting by saying current president Donald J. Trump can now declassify the material on the assassination of, of President John F. Kennedy. Material that was withheld from public release despite being old enough to be declassified. Uh, it is thought by many Americans that Bush, who ran the Office of Special Services, or OSS, at the time of Kennedy's murder, which later became the CIA, played a direct part in the assassination of Kennedy and the ensuing cover-up, all under the direction of Bush. Yes, that's a fact as well. Decades later, 
John Kennedy Jr., son of late president, who was affectionately called John John, launched a magazine and publicly said that, quote, the name of the man that killed my father is the name of the, on the magazine that I run. The name of the magazine was George. He had a magazine called George. And John Kennedy Jr. said that the name of the man that killed my father is the name on the magazine that I run. And it was called George. And we have George Bush. Unbeknownst to the public, John John was digging deep for proof. And how else could he expose the truth when all the media outlets were controlled by the very cabal he planned to expose? Enter George. Back then, you know, it wasn't near as advanced as it is now as far as the information that's available. I mean, like Fritz Springmeier was one of the main ones that I've ever, I think he was really the first one that ever really put out high-level information on the Illuminati, on the MK Ultra Mind Control slaves, on like this uh, castle that we're going to be talking about that George Bush is in reference to when he says a thousand points of light. At least that's one of the meanings. I think there's multiple meanings to it, but it's one of them. And, I mean, you look at what they did with Fritz. I mean, it, it's a miracle the guy's alive. But, I mean, and I understand there's a lot of, there's there's information on Fritz where you could say this or that or, or but the information, though, that he has written about, I'm telling you, it's it's all been vindicated. At the time, you could say, well, he was just crazy guy, but that could, that information could have been put out by the very people. I mean, when he ran out of the original copies of his of his books, they used to when he first came out with those books on like how to create an, an, an undetectable Illuminati mind control slave and bloodlines of the Illuminati and all those. When he originally came out with those, when he was a lone wolf, when he was right in his infancy, when he was the most vulnerable. And here's another thing: back then, people like William Cooper or Fritz Springmeier or people they weren't they weren't as prevalent as they are now. There wasn't like ministries like mine up there doing this and this is a big reason i started doing it as a christian because i saw a need for it back then when like let's say in the 90s going into the 2000s you have to understand you were at much greater risk back then because you you could be targeted much easier now there's so many people doing this that it's getting harder and harder and i know i believe that's also a reason why the gloves are coming off regarding the pedivore luciferians because they're realizing they're losing control of the narrative and they they see like the nationalism surrounding trump and things of that nature that a lot of people are waking up to certain things and they're very threatened by that they want to keep everybody in the dark still and i think that's a big reason why they're taking the gloves off now and it's it's a desperation move as well as a result of that but i can remember when fritz springmeyer came out with those books and I mean, they weren't in print very long. And what I heard happened is that the Illuminati was trying to buy up every single copy of them that would even go on, like if you could find it on eBay or Amazon. And it got to the point where, like, you couldn't, some of those copies were like $7,000 up on Amazon and things of this nature. I don't know if they, I think some of them went back into reprinting like Bloodlines of the, of the Illuminati, which is really good. Um, I don't know if all of his books though went in. I can remember he went to prison. I wrote him in prison. He wrote me back. I've still got the letters. Um, and he told me all the horrible stuff that he was going through in prison. 
and um, he was, I mean, he was, I think he was targeted in prison, he was, he was attacked, I mean, I remember one time he told me this guy was, attacked him for like no reason, was kicking his head like a soccer ball, and he was just focusing on the love of Christ while it was all, I mean, it was, it was pretty amazing, I mean, I, I, it was very humbling for me to read that, and this is back way before I started my ministry, I corresponded with a lot of these people, um, I don't mention that a lot now, but back then I was looking to them for this information and um this went on for I mean man I got saved in 93 I read the book and route to global occupation by Gary Kaw which told about the new world order and the Freemasons and all that stuff and then that was the book that led me to the Lord literally had the salvation thing in there and then that was like the start of my not only salvation but how I became saved and that always stuck with me and that's why i ended up starting a ministry like this because that you know and i saw this gigantic need and i saw a lot of this information being repressed and i saw what they did to fritz springmeyer how they framed him how they threw him in jail um how they bought up all of his books uh, now you can get these books now if you do keyword searches online they're on they're in like pdf format you can just download them for free now in any book he's ever come out with, if you do, and if you want to do this, you can do a keyword search online, like how to create an, undetect, an undetectable mind control slave by Fritz Springmeier. In other words, you can do a keyword search. You're going to find, at least last time I did, I did. You're going to find PDFs for every single one of these books where you can literally download. And all you have to do is go up there, download the PDF, save it to your computer in your PDF files. Um... Or you might even, like, you might, if you have these files and you're worried about maybe an EMP, which this is good to do anyways, is get an um, external hard drive, save them on that, and keep that in one of those um, EMP-proof bags. In fact, I would keep it double-wrapped in, like, an EMP-proof bag and back that thing up every once in a while. That way, if we ever do get hit with an EMP and your, com your computer is fried, well, you have a backup to go through. You could do that with my PDFs. Some, and you can even do that with... Uh, <coughs> Uh, my audios you can you can save them I, I had a listener before that was doing that um but that's we're not doing that anymore so i wish i could still offer that but i, I can't um and i i can't do it myself but um so there's things that you can do in the event of an emp which is another big thing that, that may happen to you know save this information well and anyway let's let's get back to this report here um Many researchers, oh, when he presented his magazine, George, to the world, this is JFK Jr., he was, for all practical purposes, signing his own death warrant. Many researchers and historians have come to the conclusion that it was the elite power structure running the U.S. government from behind the scenes that were responsible for the assassination of JFK, and that there was more than one reason for them, oh, there were so many reasons they wanted to kill JFK so many I, and i also heard that there was a distinct possibility that jfk may have been saved in the days leading up to his assassination which if you think about it if he did get saved and that may have been the very very reason that all of a sudden he wanted to really kick this into overdrive regarding wanting to put us back on you know like not take us off the silver standard because that was right around when we got taken off. He wanted to keep us. He wanted, you know, precious metals back in our money. There was a lot of different things he was trying to do. Okay. There, there's, there's probably like 10 different things. 
reasons they wanted to kill him. Uh, he didn't want to go into um, perpetuate the Vietnam War. He, he there was there was a lot of different things, and this all went absolutely contrary to the New World Order and what they were trying to accomplish. So, um, anyway, going forward here, um, yeah, there are photographs claiming to show that George Bush was at deal. Dealey Plaza in the Dallas on the day of killing. Just just do a keyword search for George Bush at Dealey Plaza. And don't do it on Google. Do it at like DuckDuckGo. Don't use Google. Don't use the the the, the mainstream whatever. Um, use the ones that are, are private. Don't feed into that system. Okay, Google is pure evil. It's pure data mining. You don't have to use them. And not only that, from what I've heard, if you're trying to search for something and actually trying to do research, you're not going to find what you're trying to find on Google a lot of times because they're going to censor those, those things. They're the very censor artists. So you'd be better off using like DuckDuckGo, which is um, probably about the best one right now. I know there's Xquick and there's DuckDuckGo. These are really, really good search engines. Let me see if there's any. Yeah, those are, those are two of the best ones I'd say. Um, you just don't want to feed into that system, okay? <clears throat> All right, let me let me get back to where I was at here. And okay, so there are photographs claiming to show uh, George Bush was at Dealey Plaza in Dallas on the day of the killing. And while they might be inconclusive, there are multiple. I tell you what, it sure looks real to me. The photos I saw, but anyway, there are multiple other sources that George Bush was one of those responsible for the assassination of JFK, and that he was indeed there that day. Talk of other evils are now spilling out across America. Uh, said one American, he was the first pedo president. A reference to the long-held belief by many that the man allegedly liked, um, liked to have sex with children. I don't know if he was the first one, but he was definitely one of them. And I think that when he came in um, to the scene, wickedness went to a whole other level. Really did. Uh, another said they'll build a memorial for him at the Bohemian Grove right next to Moloch. <laughs> <clears throat> Actually, I really believe the, the owl is in reference to Lilith because Moloch was always portrayed as a bull. And they always say that, that thing at Bohemian Grove is Moloch, but Moloch wasn't portrayed as an owl. Lilith is portrayed as an owl. Okay, Lilith being one of the main child sacrifice deities, and it's one of the main ones that are associated with the abortion clinics. Any type of child sacrifice. Not to say that Moloch's not that either, but Moloch was portrayed as a bull. Lilith as an owl. So, anyway, I did a whole study on that. If you, you can key that in. Um, Bohemian Grove, I've done that. Uh, Moloch, Lilith, I've done tons of studies. Um this is a reference to the secret society skull and bones which allegedly meets at the bohemian grove well, i didn't know that but i think a lot of people that were in the skull and bones do meet at the bohemian grove to worship satan and plan world chaos to enrich themselves others point to the iraqi war in 1991 and recalled that it was george hw bush that initially gave the iraqi leader saddam hussein tacit approval to invade kuwait and then once that took place it was bush who stabbed hussein in the back by declaring this aggression will not stand and taking America to war against Iraq, when he, had, when he had been the one that gave him the green light to do it in the first place, setting in motion a series of world events that we suffer to this day. The Bush family has been associated with Nazis, Planned Parenthood, the King of Saudi Arabia, the Bin Ladens. They were, they were great friends with the Bin Ladens. That was well known, not a conspiracy theory. 
um, Osama bin Laden was was basically a CIA operative. And the Bushes vacationed. In fact, they went on a vacation with the bin Ladens right after 9-11. That's, you can easily find that out. Osama bin Laden was a scapegoat. Anyway, um, they were also associated with the New World Order in 9-11. Former Presidents Barack Obama and George H.W. Bush spent time together Tuesday. Now, this is current. Tuesday in Houston, according to Bush 41 spokesman. On Twitter, <coughs> Excuse me, Jim McGrath wrote, quote, President George H.W. Bush was very pleased to receive President Barack Obama this afternoon during, the visit, during his visit to Houston. The two had a very pleasant and private visit at the Bush residence where they rekindled what was already a very warm friendship. Yeah, they were enemies in like, they were never really enemies. They were always buddies, I guess. But I mean, shouldn't Republicans and Democrats be at odds with one? No, but they're not. They're, they're good buddies. It's because they're all on the same team. It's called Team Satan. And then literally three days later after Obama went and visited him at the Bush residence, I guess in Houston or near Houston, um, three days later, Bush Sr. is dead. Maybe he went to say his final goodbyes. Maybe he went to break the bad news to him. I don't know. I don't know. Said one American about the Obama visit to Bush, it's appropriate that Lucifer pays him a visit before his passing. While another American described Obama as the angel of death. It won't be long until the deep state and the liars and the hooligans of politics all line up to claim Bush to be a thousand points of light. We're going to talk a lot more about that. Call him a hero and laud him. It will most likely be an act of deception because it was Bush who once said, quote, and we're going to look at this more, if the American people ever found out what we've done, they'd chase us down the street and hang us. That's what Bush Sr. said a long time ago. Okay? As you watch the funeral-related events in the coming days, you'll notice that the liberals love this guy. And that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's right. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Okay? You see them have some big old funeral for like Billy Graham or, or um, George H.W. Bush or whoever. You can just count, count on that, that was they were on Team Evil. Because they only honor their own. Okay? So, uh, and that's all you need to know about what kind of person he truly was. As for many Americans, the fire pits of hell can't possibly be hot enough to repay George H.W. Bush for his evils. People must do their research because what we've been taught is a lie and now history is repeating itself and many will not see it. Uh, Bush Sr. has experienced the Chateau des Amours, which is the mother of darkness castle. It's the castle that has the thousand points of light dome. And where I first heard about that was Fritz Springmeier's research. He's got tons of research on that. This thousand points of light at this, at this mother of darkness castle in Belgium. Now, the thousand points of light, as you're going to see, there's, there's people out there that say, well, it means this, it means this. It may mean all of that. But I think the, the, the core central meaning is this castle, which by many is considered the most evil, wicked place on earth. And we're going to look at this in depth, and then we're going we're gonna to segue this all into the other stuff that we're going to be talking about today. <coughs> does anyone remember when President Trump said a thousand points of light? And what does that mean? He was telling us 
Oh, okay. So does anyone remember when President Trump said a thousand points of light? What the H-E-L-L is that? We're going to play that clip. He said that recently. Okay. And maybe he said that and brought that up at this particular time because he knew that Bush Sr.'s days were going to be numbered and limited. I don't know. But it is kind of weird timing that he recently said that. And he was he was literally and you're gonna hear the clip in depth he was at a rally i think in montana or something and he was like a thousand a thousand points of light what the h-e-l-l is that can somebody tell me what that means i mean he he kind of went on about it what he was i think what he was trying to do what trump was trying to do is tell us to look into it okay so that's what we're going to do today okay he was telling us to look into it that castle is located in belgium and it's a special castle where they sacrifice babies rape and rape and torture and hunt children to break their psyche to become the perfect mk ultra mind control slaves they also conduct orgies for the very rich and disturbed uh i'm almost positive from what remembering what i remember out of fritz springmeyer's book is at that castle they record the, the i guess all the major deeds that were accomplished for satan that day and how they do it is there is a pregnant woman every day that is there that I think they kill the woman and the baby, okay? And they take the blood of, I think, the baby or the woman, and they use that blood in a, in a quill, uh, like a quill um, pen, you know, like the, that was receiving, this is receiving the, the baby's blood, and they record the deeds done that particular day for satan i think worldwide now obviously I could record everything but maybe the major deeds that were done and there's a sacrifice from what fritz springmeyer said that takes place there every single day of a woman and her baby they're both sacrificed from what i can remember and and this is done and i don't know any place on earth that does that where there's that much like every single day. I mean, you, you've heard of high satanic holidays and stuff with Lucifer and sacrifice. No, I'm pretty sure this goes on there every day. And we're going to be looking at this more uh, right now. I'm going to play this this short video here to start us out here. The world can therefore seize this opportunity. This is George to fulfill H. the long-held promise of a new world order. And then he referred to a thousand points of light. We can okay, my computer wasn't working there. So this is George H.W. Bush, and they're going to be going back and forth. But it's showing him speaking like before Congress and these types of things. So you can hear this is not something that's like some rumor or whatever. This is out of his own mouth. Find meaning and reward by serving some higher purpose than ourselves. And by that he means Satan. Shining purpose. The illumination of a thousand. The shining purpose, the shining one, which is what sometimes what Lucifer is called. He is called the light bearer. That's what his name means, is the light bearer. Lucifer, the light bearer. Now, this is before he became Satan, but he was the shining one, the light bearer. Okay, so again, he's in reference to his father, the devil. And of his lusts and of his works, George H.W. Bush will do and did. Points of light. Thousand points of light. What did that mean? Does anyone know? Of a thousand points of light. Thousand points of light. What did that mean? Does anyone know? Okay, so that's. Okay, 
Okay, sorry, my, my mouse is not working. Um, so you heard it right from Trump and in um, George H.W. Bush. And that was Trump at a recent rally where he's like, a thousand points, what does that mean? What is that, you know? Why would he bring up in 2018 this, some would say this, unbelievably dated archaic reference to some speech that that george hw bush made before congress i think he, he talked about it elsewhere too we're going to look at the other top, uh, places where he mentioned stuff like this why would he bring that up now in 2018 the same exact year that george h bush ends up dying and then he's like you know we need to look into what is what does that mean he know he knows what it means he's trying to get you to look into it Okay, so this is showing the Illuminati card. You know how they have the Illuminati uh, game cards, okay? And there is a New World Order card called the A Thousand Points of Light. And um, it has this guy that is... Um, and we're going we're gonna to see the interpretation of this in a second. I don't want to really say anything, but it's a guy with a construction hat, tattoos on his arm, a really muscular guy, shaking a guy's hand that is just looks like a slick devil from the pit of hell. He's in a suit. He's dressed real sharp. And um, they're giving each other a Freemasonic handshake. So, and it's entitled A Thousand Points of Light, this particular Illuminati card game card. was the year of light they're, they're showing stuff in the background and they've got all this stuff going on in the background but they're saying that 2015 was actually called the year of light um so i guess how that plays into this as well they're saying that's a reference to lucifer the light bear so they're now fulfilling their thousand points of light prophecy of light of all the thousand points of light of all the community organizations that are spread like stars throughout the nation doing good we will work hand in hand encouraging sometimes leading sometimes being led i don't know why they're playing this dumb watery thing in the background because then you can't hear what he's saying but this is another totally separate speech where he's talking about the thousand points of light and all these really new world order weird references that only illuminati people would understand especially back in that day and time rewarding we'll work on this in the white house in the cabinet agency i will go to the people and the programs that are the brighter points of light and i'll ask every member of my government to become involved 
The old ideas are new again because they're not old. They are timeless. For an endless, enduring dream and a thousand points of light. This is my mission, and I will complete it. And these men belong to the esoteric degrees and are very... Okay, sorry, again, I'm having technical difficulties, but yes, that's the third reference he's made to a thousand points of light in different separate speeches. So uh, the audio on this thing is terrible, goes up and down, but I hope you're kind of getting the, the gist of what we're, the point I'm trying to get across here. On setting up a one world government or a one world political system and a one world church. Now, in the light of the information you've heard, let's now explain the seals on the dollar to you before we go any further. First of all, we notice that the eye in the triangle is the eye of Satan or Lucifer. The 13 layers now refer to the 13 power groups who are setting up the one world government or the new world order. Which of you remember George Bush speaking just prior to the Gulf War? Do you remember? He came on television and he said the words, new world order. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea. A new world order. We're... Then he said again, new world order. The world can therefore seize this opportunity to fulfill the long-held promise of a new world order. And then he referred to a thousand points of light. We can find meaning and reward by serving some higher purpose than ourselves. A shining purpose. The illumination of a thousand points of light. Terry's going on New World Order and a thousand points of light. So, I mean, <laughs> these are all separate speeches. <clears throat> he was fully trying to communicate this to his Illuminati brethren in wherever he was at Senate, Senate Congress, high level politicians, high level world leaders, and these types of things. He was trying to communicate all of this to them. So, it was out in the open. To myself, what a strange thing for the President of the United States to be saying. What is the meaning of the words. Uh, uh, a thousand points of light and I discovered it means that there are about 1,000 illumined groups in the world today who are setting up the new world order with this conflict and war now behind us we must strive toward okay so that's one of the meanings a thousand groups okay maybe that is representative of the thousand points of light at the outward demonstration of the literal thousand points of light at this um this castle in belgium that we're talking about the mother of darkness castle and we're going to learn about the mothers of darkness as well but um i, I think it has multiple meanings a here it is new world order and reach for the thousand points of light and as soon as he said that everybody in congress stood up and gave him a 10 to 15 minute standing ovation and nobody bothered to say uh, what's a thousand points of light? So why would they give him a 10 to 15 minute standing ovation? Unless they knew exactly what he was talking about. You know what I mean? Why, why would they do that? They knew exactly what a thousand points of light meant. They knew exactly about the mother of darkness. They knew exactly how there's probably a thousand New World Order Illuminati organizations being implemented and that's why i got that gigantically long standing ovation whereas the average person would ha wouldn't even have a clue what he meant by saying that at all but they all did because they're all on that luciferian team together 
you know? I mean, that'd be the first thing we'd be asking, right? But nobody bothered to question that. Because we are finally putting America first. We're putting America first. And by the way, you know, all the rhetoric you see here, the thousand points of light. What the hell was that, by the way? Thousand points of light. What did that mean? Does anyone know? I know one thing. Make America great again, we understand. Putting America first, we understand. Thousand points of light. I never quite got that one. Hey, okay, what the hell is that? Has anyone ever figured that one out? And it was put out by a Republican, wasn't it? Sorry, again, I'm, I'm having massive technical difficulties here. Um, probably because the devil doesn't want me getting this information out. Anyway, um, so you can see how he went on and on and on about the thousand points of light thing. Isn't that kind of strange? And it comes out of nowhere. It's in one of Trump's speeches. He's like, well, what was this thousand? I mean, he wasn't even talking about George H.W. Bush as far as I could see. He wasn't even talking about him. He just all of a sudden brought this out and then really, really made a point. What was that mean? What was it? Somebody got to tell me. What? So he was trying to get his listeners to research that. And that's why another, you know, especially with his his passing or whatever, I think that's why we really need to re-examine all of this stuff. Okay, so I had to restart my computer and kind of start out with a clean slate here. If you're ever having really glitchy stuff going on with your computer, a lot of times that's what you need to do. You need to clear your history. I run a program called CC Cleaner that goes in and cleans out a lot of like, you know, the old junk files and all the things that gum up your computer. Be careful though if you get that about the registry feature because I've burned myself using that registry feature before. Um, I typically let my computer guy deal with that. But, um, and then restart the computer. A lot of times that'll correct a lot of stuff. Make sure your updates are done and these types of things. But when I run into problems, I always clear my history in my browser. And then I go to CC Cleaner, do that. And then I restart the computer. A lot of times, you should be doing that at least once a week anyway. Because it's kind of like starting with a clean slate. Just stuff gets gummed up, things like that. And um, that's just a little, you know, a little tip there for you. Uh, going further, this is a little bit of an expansion on that Illuminati thousand points of light uh player card that we had talked about and this is called down the rabbit hole a thousand points of light this is an interesting card because what it represents here you're seeing the man uh with the hard hat you're seeing <coughs> the tattoo on on his arm there that represents the military and industrial power of the nation the man uh, with the coat on and the dark hair that represents our political power. That represents, represents government. Look down at the bottom. We'll have to put something in the water. What's interesting is, is that they're shaking hands, but it's not fingertip to fingertip. It's wrist to wrist. Brothers and sisters, that is a secret society handshake. Now, at the end of the war, good old George made... I think that's the... If, if, no, it's, 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 it's like a Freemasonic handshake. There's the strong grip of the lion's paw Freemasonic handshake, and then there's the, the standard Illuminati handshake, and I think that's that one, it looks like. Congressional address right after that war. And in that, he said some interesting things, and nobody caught what he said. Nobody. Now look what he says. 
With this conflict and war now behind us, we must strive towards a, here it is, new world order and reach for the thousand points of light. And as soon as he said that, everybody in Congress stood up and gave him a 10 to 15 minute standing ovation. And nobody bothered to say, uh, what's a thousand points of light? You know, I mean, that'd be the first thing we'd be asking, right? But nobody bothered to question that. And he said that at least four to six times. I talked to a lady uh, just recently in Baltimore. She came up right after the meeting in Baltimore, and she came up and she said, everything that you said tonight, I can verify. She said, because I was George Bush's campaign manager. And she proved it. She pulled out the campaign uh, manager badge that she had when she was campaign manager, when he was going into to, for, for a presidential election. And she said, I was there the night that he made that address. And she says, now I understand what that meant. Because she said, I looked at George and I said, after he stepped off the platform, I said, George, I want to be, I don't know about that New World Order thing. She said, but I want to be a part of that thousand points of light. And she said, he grabbed her by the shoulder, looked her sternly in the face and said, I have no control over that. Now, what's interesting is that term, thousand points of light, is actually a Masonic term. And what you're seeing here is an actual Masonic symbol. So this is another interpretation of the thousand points of light. They don't even get into the castle. Evidently, they don't even know about the castle. But Fritz Springmeier, like I said, before anyone ever came out with their theories on what a thousand points of light was, Fritz Springmeier told us that it was in this Mothers of Darkness castle in Belgium, okay, where there's literally a room that they go into that has like, a, I don't know, has some kind of prismatic glass stuff on the top where literally a thousand points of light comes down. Okay, and again, we're going to be looking at that more in detail coming up. See the compass actually is the base of the pyramid that we looked at on their seal. You see the capstone at the top, the all-seeing eye and the illumination coming out of it. Because what it actually means is to reach the final illumination of man. If you will say... So they, they're saying, he's saying it, it means to reach the, the final illumination of man. And they're showing this... Um, all-knowing eye of Lucifer, which is the capstone on, on our $1 bills, which is a free, you know, absolute total Illuminati sign on all of our money, on all the $1 bills. And it's showing, you know, the all-saying eye of Lucifer in the pyramid with all of these light uh, prisms going out from it. And that's probably also indicative of this thousand points of light as well. Man, if you will study the Masonic Order, one of their main goals, or one of the main goals for a Mason to reach, is that final illumination, where you could become a god. And no wonder, because the god of the Masonic Order is Lucifer. Watch this. Lucifer is the god of the Masonic Order. In a book written by Bishop Albert Pike, let me tell you who he is, he is the man who is the forefather of Freemasonry. He is the man who brought Freemasonry over to the United States from Wales. And in a book that if you're ever... He was also the highest ranking Confederate war general of World War II that has a literal statue of himself erected inside the city limits of Washington, D.C. Now, why would they erect a... He's the only one. 
But why would they erect a statue of a Confederate war general inside the city limits of Washington, D.C. when they were fighting the Confederates? Well, they honor their own, like I said earlier. And um, he was the one that was credited as resurrecting Freemasonry in America. He was the one that wrote Morals and Dogma. Okay? Um, And morals and dogma had two editions there was there was an exoteric which was the one like the if the, if a freemason ever even got it most freemasons don't even know about the book but if they ever got to the upper degrees um or getting near the upper degrees they might have got an ex the exoteric version of morals and dogma now if they were at the very high level degrees and if they were really in the inner circle then they might be able to read the esoteric version which is where he proclaims and i've got the uh, chick track has a great track that quotes it um what I do is I take the track, I fold it to right where, um, in fact, let me, let me go see if I can find that. Okay, so I try to look for, I, the, the one I got in here is called That's Bafomet, but there's, uh, I think there's another one they've got. All you have to do is go up to chick.com, don't go to chicks, because I think that's probably bad stuff, but chick, just C-H-I-C-K.com, and, um... Uh, click on the Freemasonry tab and they've got all these Freemason and then you also see the tracks they offer but it's basically a quote from Albert Pike where he says and I'm paraphrasing in Morals and Dogma this is the esoteric version this is not the exo this is the eso this is the really rare one that most Freemasons never even read he basically says to the broad masses we say that we worship God the one that the world adores um basically the god of the bible but he says but to you sovereign grand inspector generals of the 30th 31st 32nd and 33rd degree levels i say unto you that we worship lucifer and that you know if he were not god why would jesus calculate calculate him meaning degrade him which like that makes like that's the acid test or something it's so ridiculous and then he goes on to say yes lucifer is god so lucifer is the light bearer um and He's also referred to in the Bible, uh, it was Isaiah 14, 12, as the son of the morning. That's why it's very, very important what Bible version you're reading because the, uh, like the NIV and the other Bible versions, other than the King James, will refer to him as the morning star. If you have a reference Bible, it will take you over Revelation where Jesus is referred to as the bright and morning star. So you've got to be careful what Bible version you're reading because if you're reading the wrong one, you might start thinking that Jesus is Lucifer. Of it most of the time you go into the libraries and people will will tell you that it, they no longer have it somebody stole it out of the libraries or if you go on the internet you can basically get it but it's called morals and dogmas of the ancient accepted scottish right page 304 but again he's not talking about that there's actually two editions there's the esoteric and exoteric so that that's a really big gigantic important distinction when you're talking about that book it says lucifer the light bearer, strange and mysterious name to give to the spirit of darkness. Lucifer, the son of the morning, is it he who bears the light and with its splendors intolerable, blinds feeble, sensual, or selfish souls? And then he says, doubt it not. On page 321, he says, yes, Lucifer is God. So there you have it. And what he's actually referring to is a global Luciferian network. 
Remember I told you this thing is so vast, it's not just nationwide, it's global-wide. If we had a, a small globe, a small plastic globe of the world, and we had like little pinpoint lights all inside of that thing, and we were to turn off all the lights in the room and just turn that, that globe on where all you saw were those little lights, that's how vast this thing is. That's why they're able to establish what they're wanting to establish, and that's why they're close to getting done what they've had planned for the longest time, ever since 1776. Okay, so that was his take on it. Uh, and that was a Prophecy Club lecture. And he was there exactly where I was at when I gave mine. Um, and okay, so then, okay, next next part. Chateau de Amoris, the mother of Darkness Castle, a thousand points of light, the most evil place on earth. Fritz Springmeier cites this secret castle situated near the village of Muno in Belgium. This castle, according to Springmeier, is a center of the occult and has a cathedral with a dome containing a thousand points of light. Now, again, you can imagine if you did a keyword search for Chateau d'Amour's Mother of Darkness Castle, Fritz Springmeier, um, if you put any kind of time into that, you'll probably be able to find exactly all of the verbiage that where he talks about this, this castle in depth. And if you want to know more about it, because I'm pretty sure you can get find all the stuff online now. Here's a picture of it. Very, very old, because there's very few pictures available. Um, and then here's another picture, and I, I know you can't see them, but they're in the PDF for this teaching. And um, uh, Mother of Darkness Castle, these are rescued images because they keep taking the images down once they go up. It appears that the owner does everything that they can do to keep it invisible. Almost every image of it has been removed from the internet. As soon as you a good video appears about it on YouTube, it's taken down. Uh, the images here have been rescued from Google's cache. The view of the castle on Google's map is interesting. See on the left, and you can see it here. It appears as a nondescript blue blob. Literally, they've just blue blobbed this thing out on Google images. Okay. I've discovered that through the research that the castle is owned by Solvay, the people who provide us with the controversial satanic antidepressant, for example, Prozac and Paroxetine, drugs which have been held responsible for the uh, surge of mass killings, which it says right on the label that it can cause suicide. Okay, and So there's got to be a demonic component to these drugs. And... Um, now, granted, I'm not going to just blame that on the drugs. I think a lot of these are MK Ultra mind control slaves that are triggered. But almost every single time, they just so happen to be on Prozac. And when we had those uh, spate of, of mass shootings at the post offices, I don't know what that was. Back in the 80s, early 90s, that, that era, when you heard the term, I'm going to go postal, because I'm so enraged it was, it was a term, but that was a spinoff of that thing of the postal shootings and it turns out every single time that a postal worker went crazy nuts they were on prozac okay the main ingredient in most of these of these um uh these antidepressant type drugs like prozac is fluoride which is what you know one of the main things that just annihilates our brain essentially we've done whole teachings on fluoride what what it does to your brain so um Solvay also provides children's camps across the globe. And interestingly, in Brussels, would you trust these people to look after your child? Lord have mercy. I can't even imagine how many children have disappeared in these children's camps that they would provide. That would be like, you know, 
literally Satan having like, you know, some type of children's home. Not what you want. This obscure castle does indeed exist and has been named in late 1996 and early 1997 by at least one survivor of the Dutro affair. We're going to hear more about that in a minute. As a place where nasty things happen. Different witnesses who describe child torture, child rape, child molestation, child hunting, and child murder have been have all been declared that they were mad. Meaning they're all crazy. There's no validity to any of that. Nothing bad goes on here. But only after all the original investigators were suddenly replaced. So whoever they replaced them with, these Luciferians that were replaced, the original investigators, they declared all these people mad. I mean, this literally is the heart of the global Luciferian conspiracy. To cover up child sex trafficking rings, child sex trafficking, child torture, rape, kill, murder, pedivore, on all the sick stuff they do in their satanic ceremonies. This is literally... The biggest thing they're trying to cover up. And we just see proof of that over and over and over again. Almost now, you know, like every teaching that I'm doing, we're touching on this. There were also multiple claims of sex parties that were held in different castles. It didn't matter that the witness accounts included many verifiable corroborative details and helped to solve a couple of previous child murders. Please do whatever research you can to expose this, this disgusting group of people. Information appears every day about satanic ritual abuse, and every day the information disappears or gets buried on the internet. Set up some Google alerts, and again, I wouldn't use Google for anything, but about the Mothers of Darkness Castle, that's, that's going to get taken down like instantly. You need to go outside of Google um, and publish the information on your blog before it gets taken down. And anyway, I give you a link to that report now. In addition to that, I'm going to play this particular video here, which gets into this in a lot more detail. Deep in the forest of Belgium, just outside the little village of Munot, lies a dark castle. A place so forbidden, many locals refuse to even speak of it. Shrouded in secrecy and heavily guarded, it is rumored to be home to unspeakable horrors. Officially, its name is Chateau Amaroy, a.k.a. the Mothers of Darkness Castle. It has been accused of being the epicenter of the Illuminati underworld, hosting some of the elite's darkest rituals and high-level monarch programming. Join me as we unlock the secrets of Mothers of Darkness Castle and discover why it is... This is an incredibly done, well-done video, okay? The guy is putting out is called Jesus is Reality. But it only has 174 views. Now, granted, he only put it out on October 27th, but still, that's you know been a little while. Um, and I mean, this is an incredibly well done video. Hats off to this guy. I just don't know how this only has 174 views. Earned the nickname, the most evil place on earth. One investigator said it was like going back to the Middle Ages. One of the Illuminati's top rich... That's Fritz Springmeier, and that was Russ Dizdar before him. Castles. And in a thousand points of light. The elite love their secluded castles and stately homes far from the prying eyes of the public where they can engage in perverse and strange practices for the worship of their ancient gods. 
In Belgium lies just such a castle, the menacing Chateau Amarol. It has been named by researchers as one of the And if you're watching the video, he's doing a lot of incredible visuals of like this castle, which is a this is a this is a uh, picture I haven't even seen. Ritual centers of the Illuminati. But researching it proves difficult. Little information about this castle is available, and the owners appear to be doing everything they can to keep it that way. Almost no pictures of the interior exist online. Even the BBC and National Geographic have allegedly been denied. He's showing some pictures, though, of what, at least the outer rooms of what it looks like. Not, they're not showing, like, the satanic inner workings of it, but they're showing the outer rooms. And these are very old pictures. I mean, you can tell. They're ancient. Access. The castle's wooded perimeter is heavily guarded with cameras, electric fences, trip wires, and more. The they're, castle was originally They're literally built. showing people that have went up to the perimeter and they're and they're documenting all of like the trip wires, the electric fences, all of the cameras. I mean, it's got all these satellite dishes it looks like on the top. I mean, it's heavily it's like a fortress. And again, why would you need this much security if there wasn't a lot of really really bad stuff going on inside? Prince Philip of the notorious Saxe-Coburg-Gotha royal bloodline, the same family as the British royals who are descended from Vlad the Impaler, the original Dracula. Okay, hold on, let me, let me play that again so you get the full impact of that. He built for Prince Philip of the notorious Saxe-Coburg-Gotha royal bloodline, the same family as the British royals. Who are the, I mean, just pure evil, okay. Who are descended from Vlad the Impaler, yes. the original Dracula. Yep. Yep. The reason, the reason they would call him Vlad the Impaler it really didn't have anything to do with him being Dracula. Yes, he liked to drink blood, and, and yes, he could have been a vampire, not denying that. But what he would do in battle as a form of intimidation is when he would vanquish his foes, he would um, impale all of the men. I think he would impale them on spears, basically face up, and they would just be impaled on spears, and there would be thousands of them in like the field, and they would all be impaled on these spears. And then when the other armies that wanted to fight him came, they would see this. It had this unbelievably, it was like, you know, um, um, this psychic warfare type of thing, you know, like like mental warfare against his, his opponents. And he would do this. He would he would even have, I, I've, I've read where he had, would like eat his lunch and stuff in the midst of all of these guys slowly dying on these impaled sticks and he would just be kind of eating and enjoying the day while they're all around him literally he's in the midst of them all dying on these you know impaled and stuff he was a fun guy he was a really really fun guy it is owned by an elite family of belgian industrialists called the solvays the solvays are one of the wealthiest families in belgium they own Belgium is literally, I mean, you look at a lot of the stuff they do in Belgium. I mean, it's it's just flat out totally wicked. I mean, just beyond liberal. And just, it doesn't surprise me that this would exist there. 
pharmaceutical and chemical companies responsible for the Flor fluorine chemicals, meaning fluoride, meaning what the main ingredient in Prozac and a lot of the uh, antidepressant drugs. Because again, they got to pump that fluoride into us any way they could get it in the toothpaste, at the dentist, in the water supply, and now in the antidepressant drugs. And they they um, actually they use it. I think it's one of the the uh, ingredients in uh, glyphosate. Pretty sure. I know there's other ways they're getting it into us. Notorious drug Prozac and the industrial scale production of fluoride and fluoride products yep. that get added to the water we drink. Yep. Which is again one of the most satanic agendas on planet Earth. And guess, and they're the same ones that own the Mother of Darkness Castle, which has the thousand points of light, which sacrifices a pregnant woman every day and her baby, and they use their blood to record the deeds of Satan every single day. And that goes on year after day after day, year after year, and has went on for I don't know how many decades and decades, according to what Fritz Springmeier says. And I and there's a lot there's a lot of other people that have talked about this castle as well, and it's always always evil. So he's not the only one that said this. Although officially named Chateau Amaroy, the castle is better known as the Mothers of Darkness Castle due to it being the alleged meeting place of a special rank of Illuminati witches known as Mothers of Darkness. Mothers of Darkness are high adept witches who come from old satanic families. The macabre rituals they perform would make your blood run cold. I mean, these are like witches on steroids, okay? These are not garden variety Wiccans. These are generational Luciferian, probably Nephilim bloodlines that are practicing the highest level witchcraft you could possibly, I mean, none of us could probably even fathom the, the level of witchcraft that goes on at this castle. And this is, again, going on most likely every single day. The candidates for the Mothers of Darkness are subjected to ritual abuse from childhood, resulting in a dissociative mind that is easy to program. I don't know where this guy's got these pictures, but man, he's got some unbelievable pictures like depicting these girls like really old ones depicting these little girls in like really weird macabre outfits and they just look hopeless that they, they have just this look of hopelessness on their face it's it's incredibly sad what they're what they do um to groom these these little girls into these unbelievably high level witches most high level illuminati witches have some dissociated identities known as multiple personalities or alters Mothers of Darkness are programmed and initiated within the mysterious Chateau Amaroy. Mothers of Darkness... Uh, and the Chateau Amaroy is the Mothers of... It's, it's this Mothers of Darkness castle that we're referencing. Now, this is Russ Dizdar. It's also... It, it's showing this... It looks like a witch with this... Baphomet-like ram skull head on, sitting in a chair with this really old dress... And it's a very old picture, and I mean, I mean, this is exactly the kind of witchcraft we're dealing with here. Again, this is an incredibly done video. The fact that it only has 174 views is incomprehensible to me, because this guy is amazing at making videos. Like deep satanic priestesses that have also been raised uh, daughters and or granddaughters and have been over many of the women involved so they are deeply well known in the in the underground of uh, satanic ritual abuse and multiple personality disorder 
But these elite witches aren't the only reason the castle maintains such strict privacy. The site is also said to be home to the Belgian elite's satanic eyes wide shut parties, which involve children and are usually filmed for blackmail. Okay, and the eyes wide shut, the movie with Tom Cruise, um, and that whole thing. And I don't ever advise you watch it, um, but that show by Stanley Kubrick, he was killed shortly thereafter. And I've done some reports where, and I had mentioned this, where he was going to go much further. That was just like the entry level into what he knew. And he was actually going to make other films that were going to further. And he didn't live to make another film. And I don't believe that that's any, um, that there's any um, coincidence as to why he was not allowed to make any more films and he was killed was all revealed during the infamous Dutroux scandal that nearly caused a revolution in Belgium and saw the resignation of top officials. It all began in the early 90s when children started going missing in alarming numbers. It took Belgian authorities four years to arrest a man named Marc Dutroux despite numerous credible tip-offs that he was kidnapping and holding girls prisoner, including one from his own mother. Dutroux was procuring these children for the Belgian political elite and aristocracy to use as party favors for their blackmail operations. After the scandal broke, one Belgian senator noted that such parties were part of a system which operates to this day and is used to blackmail highly placed people. The same system of blackmail <laughs> operates all over the Western world and is one of the Illuminati's primary means of control. So not only are these castles used as places where they have these satanic ceremonies, but when you go in there and you're initiated into this um, and you're put in a very compromising position, or let's say you go in there and you're, you're drugged or you're drunk, and, and then all of a sudden you find yourself that you're in the middle of some Luciferian ceremony, and it's basically like, well, you either go through with this or you die right now because you know too much, or you go along with it. But just understand, we're, we've recorded everything. We've recorded you having sex with this child or whatever they made him do. And usually that's where they start. They start with something like that. And then they'll progress up to actual child sacrifice and drinking their blood and all. All of this is recorded so that if, if any one time they can say, listen, we've got this all recorded on you. You do, we own you from now on, lock, stock, and barrel. You do whatever we say or we will release this and we'll let it, this leak out and get out to the public in some way shape or form and that's how this all goes the Dutro witness files are replete with stories of such parties taking place in castles and one specifically named the chateau amaroy mothers of darkness castle and so i i exposed this ritual castle in southern belgium now this is fritz springmeyer this is the original man again that i that i've ever seen this research on in his writings um and in his lectures so he was he was the original one back in the 90s doing this and uh at first you know this was in 1991 and, and a number of years transpired and it was like i had i had i had i was a voice in the wilderness and nobody had heard but eventually it did get heard and what happened was is in Belgium, the Belgian government was almost was toppled. They had big protests in Brussels 
a couple times where there were over a half a million Belgians protesting their government. And the reason why... Now, they're showing these protests, and I mean, they're, uh, there's at least a half a million people in the streets. You can't... There's no not one place in the streets where... And again, I don't know if this was Belgium's last chance or whatever to try to whatever. And I'm not saying that God's done with them. I'm just saying that, you know, I know that it's not any... It's not any more Christian now from what I, the information I've seen. But at least at that time, they were trying to push back against this wickedness. Is because there, there was a big scandal that broke loose where people had discovered that there were satanic covens in their government, the government of Belgium. And this got connected in uh, and people then were able to connect what was going on and some of the people back to this castle that I had exposed. Because Belgium is the global center of the European Union and NATO, mm. many of the so-called elite from around the world attend these parties. Wow. A Belgian newspaper reported that a former commission... So they're all going to go there at one time because it's the center of NATO. So their excuse to be in Belgium... Um, they'll have that excuse just under the guise of going to like a NATO meeting or whatever other meetings that they might have there. The European Union was among a group of judges, lawyers, and policemen who attended orgies organized by one of Dutro's assistants. Sorry, this comes from the uh, Sunday Times back in 1996, but here goes. Quote, Brussels satanic sects involved involved in bizarre rites, including human sacrifice, are being linked by Belgian police with this summer's string of uh, grisly pedophile murders in which at least four children died. Five witnesses came forward last week and described how black masses were held and which children were killed in front of audiences were said to have included prominent members of Belgian society. Ah. Mm. Uh. And he's showing pictures in the background that are just unbelievable. Again, this is an incredibly done video. Many of these witnesses describe hunting parties where children were allowed to run in the forest mm -hmm. and then hunted down like animals. Now, an another reason for this unbelievable security perimeter that was documented where they've shown, you know, trip wires and electric fencing and things is not just to keep people out, but to keep people in during these hunting parties which is known as uh, a most dangerous game. I read about this first in um, Kathy O'Brien's book, Transformation of America, where she was in the, and you're going to hear from her in a second, where she was in these games. Dick Cheney would have them um, in uh, Montana, and the high-level elites would have them. But Dick Cheney, from what she had said, was the most brutal of all the handlers she ever had. He was the most evil, satanic, and brutal of all the handlers that she ever had. These adrenaline-pumping events are said to be a favorite of the psychopathic elite. Yep. Abuse survivors, Kathy... The, there's a, they're showing a the front page of avaz.org, which is a news source over in, in Europe, evidently. And it says, Mark Root, president of the Netherlands, says, Stop child hunting, child trafficking, and satanic ritual child abuse. And it has a picture of the royal family there, all grinning. And I mean, again, a lot of people just look at that and just dismiss it. Oh, that can't be happening. This or that, you know, God save the queen or whatever. And they're literally part of the most satanic things you could possibly ever imagine. And here you've got the president of the Netherlands saying, stop child hunting, child trafficking, and child satanic ritual abuse. You know, 
Um, Brian, Fiona Barnett, and Paul Benassi all have described similar hunting parties known to the elite as the most dangerous game. It was early evening when they played most dangerous game. I was stripped of my clothing. I was allowed to wear tennis shoes and told that I could have a head start and begin running. Okay, and this is where they would hunt the children down and typically kill them at the end. Or, in her case, they didn't kill her, they just raped her brutally when they found her. And they would let children run through the forest naked with tennis shoes on and they would hunt them. And a lot of them, they, they would kill, but a lot of them, and this was part of their MK Ultra mind control programming, some of them were killed, some of them weren't. It just depended if they were meant to be used later or just killed at that time. And, um, but this is Kathy O'Brien, the one that wrote the book I told you about. This is her account. Well, I would be hunted down. My exposure to it resulted in my believing I had no place to run and no place to hide. And there were no limits to what could happen in my existence at that time. It was the most extreme, one of the most extreme situations I think I ever, I ever survived. Yeah, I can't One imagine. investigator remarked that it was like something out of the Middle Ages. Brassics is an openly satanic group which names itself after a pot-bellied demon called Abraxas. In 1996, police discovered a note to Dutroux from a mysterious person calling themselves Anubis. The note informed Dutroux that a special ceremony was coming up and instructed him to provide quote-unquote presents for the high priestess of the Abraxics order and even gave specific details as to the age and sex the presence should be. No doubt some of these children Dutro kidnapped were delivered to the Mothers of Darkness Castle, where researchers have reported that child sacrifices take place nearly every day. And I gave the location. Eyewitnesses who had been in, in rituals in the castle where children were, were sacrificed and the blood of these children is drained and and quill pens are, are filled up and the blood is used to write an account of what the Illuminati have done that day and bring about the plan. Right. So that's that's part of of what I was telling you before, how they would sacrifice a pregnant woman and the child every single day at this castle. And then that's not including the other sacrifices that take place there. Ultimately, Dutroux was jailed, but his high-profile clients got off scot-free. Of course. A curtain of secrecy descended over the entire case, and the investigation was stopped from going any further before the rest of the ring could be exposed. Dutroux, who was the predator isolated, This guy saying Mark Dutroux was the scapegoat to protect the whole huge Belgian network of the pedophile elite. Which involves in the first place the two Belgian kings who succeeded one another. I mean, these I mean these are the highest level devils on the planet doing this. These are the ones that are in control of everything. The 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 highest level people over us are the most wicked, sick, twisted, perverse devils you could possibly even imagine. Le, les deux rois belges qui se sont 
It is no accident that this den of Satanism is located in Belgium. The small picturesque nation on the border of France has been named by alternative researchers as an Illuminati capital right. and headquarters wow. of the New World Order. Wow. It is home to the European Union and NATO, making it a central hub for high-level Luciferian rituals. International financiers, politicians, and businessmen come to Belgium for business and make a stopover at the Chateau Amaroy, or one of the region's many other satanic estates, mm. to participate in the sacrifices and blood rituals required of an Illuminatus. Remember the Dutch banker Ronald Bernard, right. who claimed the top world leaders and financiers are forced to take part in satanic activity. And this is Dutch financial whistleblower admits he was forced to sacrifice children at elite parties. And, well, I don't think he went that far, but this was a guy, I listened to this interview the other day, and it was all subtitles. It was maddening because it was long and it was subtitles, but... Um, he basically said he was indoctrinated into this, the monetary stuff, and, and the basic. He, they was he was told when you went in, he says, "You're gonna have to basically leave your conscience at the door if you want to do this." And the stuff he was doing on a financial level, which was corrupt and evil, he could handle that. But when they got to the point where it's like, okay, now you have to sacrifice this infant, that was where he drew the line. And he's coming out, and you know, prayers for this guy because. You know, it's a wonder he's alive um, after what he said. And he himself was asked to attend a child sacrifice. It was the good life. But then at some point, I was invited, which is why I'm telling you all this, to participate in sacrifices. Abroad. He's trying to compose himself. He's getting choked up. This is this Dutch banker that was totally tied up and in with the elite. And this is when they they really wanted to take him to the next level and he, he wouldn't go. That was the breaking point. Children. You were asked to do that? Yes. And I couldn't do that. The purpose of the whole thing, eventually, in that world, is that they have everybody in their pocket. You right. need to be susceptible to blackmail. Right. And blackmailing me proved to be very hard if I look back on it. According to researcher right. David Icke's book, The Biggest Secret, Belgium, or Belgium, was actually established to be a headquarters for the satanic elite. And it is for this reason that the Saxa Coburg Gotha, aka the Windsor bloodline, was imposed to rule over it. Belgium is still ruled. Remember Belgium, like Bale? I think that's what he was getting at there. Belgium. Belgium. A royal family who are very much above the law. The aristocracy is deeply involved in satanic secret societies. Pure evil. Some big At the 88 Republican rally. National Convention, GOP loyalists cheered as George H.W. Bush took the stage to accept the party's presidential nomination. It was the first time America would hear a strange, mystical phrase that would become synonymous with President Bush, mm -hmm. a thousand points of light. I've spoken of a thousand points of light. During dream 
than a thousand points of light. Despite no one knowing what it meant, he went on to say it again at his inaugural address. Once again, few in the audience except Now they're showing the thousand points of light, the New World Order Illuminati card game card that we just covered, tying all this together. Members of the Illuminati knew the significance of that bizarre phrase, or the location to which it secretly referred. Inside Mothers of Darkness Castle is a special room used as the place of ceremony for the highest orders of the satanic hierarchy. Inside the ornate room are balconies and a magnificent dome containing 1,000 lights. This is what Bush was alluding to by a thousand points of light. But nobody bothered to question that. And he said that at least four to six times. I talked to a lady... Now, this uh, is the lecture we, we did here, so this is a little redundant, but it kind of helps to bolster and really tie all this together. Just recently in Baltimore... She came up right after the meeting in Baltimore, and she came up and she said, everything that you said tonight, I can verify. She said, because I was George Bush's campaign manager. And she proved it. She pulled out the campaign uh, manager badge that she had when she was campaign manager, when he was going into to, for, for presidential election. And she said, I was there the night that he made that address. And she says, now I understand what that meant. Because she said, I looked at George and I said, after he stepped off the platform, I said, George, I want to be, I, I don't know about that New World Order thing. She said, but I want to be a part of that thousand points of light. And she said, he grabbed her by the shoulder, looked her sternly in the face and said, I have no control over that. Meaning if she wanted to be part of the thousand points of light, if, if she wanted to be part of the New World Order, that's fine. But if she wanted to be part of the thousand points of light, that's that's only for high-level Illuminati initiates that are most likely bloodline. You're not just going to go in there unless you're a sacrifice, and they're going to sacrifice. It's the only way you're going to get in there to see it. But this is the very room where they're performing these sacrifices. And to these occultists, it's this most beautiful, beautiful place where they're watching the blood of infants you know, flow, and, and they're seeing babies raped and eaten alive. Right in front, and they look up and they see the thousand points of light. Lucifer, the light bearer, it's all, he, he probably manifests there, you know, who knows. And so to them, it's like the most sacred, the most holy place on the planet. It is also very telling that President Trump drew special attention to this old phrase at a rally held in Montana in 2018, reminding the audience of the bizarre nature and inexplicable meaning of the term. All the rhetoric you see here, the thousand points of light. What the hell was that, by the way? Thousand points of light. I never quite got that one. I'm trying to say, what the hell is that? Has anyone ever figured that one out? I mean, he really does go on about it. And, and like I said before, if he was fully on their team, why would he be bringing light to these types of things? That, it just would make really no sense whatsoever. If he was fully on board with the New World Order, why is he undoing so many of the things they're trying to do? Now, again, I have a lot of mixed feelings about Trump. And I'm not saying he hasn't been compromised and things of this nature. But I also know that there's a lot of, of elements and things working against him. So, you know, let's go further. YouTube has videos of people attempting to go near the Mothers of Darkness castle and discovering elaborate security measures around the perimeter. They're showing videos of this. One man who found the gate open claims his girlfriend went to knock on the door was never heard from again. He went to the authorities, wow. but the local police said the people that the Chateau Amaro... He's showing this post. 
So we visited, this was from November 6, 2010. We visited the Mother of Darkness Castle in South Belgium, the one which is listed as the world headquarters of the Illuminati. We came with my girlfriend. The front gate of the castle was open. Believe it or not, we went into park, into the park. When we approached the castle, I wanted to leave, but my girlfriend thought it might be a good idea to talk to someone inside. Well, yeah, it's a great idea. Just for the sake of putting it in her blog, we argued she went towards the castle and never came back. I waited for a half an hour and went towards the castle myself. The security person came out, confiscated my camera, then escorted me outside. They said they have never seen my girlfriend. <laughs> he was literally there and watched her go in. I waited in the hotel nearby for a day, but she never turned up. Finally, I went to the police in the nearby village of Mulo, or uh, Muno, the day after. But they threatened to arrest me for trespassing instead. Meaning they don't care about your girlfriend that she's gone, that she turned up on what's for the menu for that night. Uh, of course, they said people in the Mother uh, of Darkness Castle never heard of her. Even though he literally went on the grounds, they were recording. He was literally with her, and yet they say that this guy's just crazy. The video was made by phone. It's the only evidence I have left. We thought it was a joke when we visited, but now I don't know what to do and what to think. And this is from a, a guy named Nick Gabricis, and this was from November 6, 2010. I mean, yeah. You wouldn't want to even think about going to that place unless you were 100% called by God, prayed and fasted, and <laughs> you knew it was God, you know, taking you there. Claimed they never saw his girlfriend and threatened him with trespassing charges. There are even rumors that the castle has tunnels beneath it that are connected to other locations. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's how they can get people in there under the cover of darkness without really making a fuss. They're not going to bus up, pull up with buses full of children set for sacrifice. They're going to do it a lot more covertly. From Vlad the Impaler to Elizabeth Bathory, who bathed in the blood of her young servant girls, History provides numerous accounts of psychopathic elites whose victims are lured to dark castles never to be seen again. Today, children continue to go missing, and a girl's body was found on the estate of Queen Elizabeth II. Maybe those tales hold more truth than we dare to admit. So we have that, and again, kind of bear all this information in mind as we progress further into this teaching, because I do believe it all ties together. Because uh, we're going to be switching gears a little bit later, but I do believe that it is heavily, all of this is heavily tied together. So that's all I have for part one. Um, just stay tuned for a short announcement if you want to keep us in the game. And we appreciate your prayers, your donations, and all that you've, you've done for us. Um, God bless you all. And we'll see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 
Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.